Hello everyone and welcome back here on the From It 3 dh podcast. Yeah, I'm finally back. I'm your host Jonathan and I'm really happy to be here with yet another really interesting commander deck. And I'm sorry it took a while, but university has been really keen them in this period. But before starting to talk about MTG, I want to remind you as always to check out my Instagram profile at From It 3 dh and my Twitter profile at TTHFROM because there I will be posting everything regarding this podcast, including when it's coming out, and also some spicy news news that will come in the next few days, because I'm thinking about a new series of episodes and other really interesting stuff, so stay tuned and leave a follow on both those profiles, because there will be some news in the next few days. Moreover, another reason to leave, to leave a follow there is that in, the profile, in those profiles, there's the link to my architect profile where I publish every deck list I talk about here in the podcast. So if you want to see the whole deck list, because here I don't have time and yeah, it will be really boring to go over the whole 100 card list. So if you want to see the whole picture, make sure to leave a follow on the Instagram profile and the Twitter profile because there you'll find the link to see the whole deck list. Moreover, if you're listening to this audio only, or if you're watching this on YouTube, but you have not subscribed yet, make sure to check out the channel from Italy DH and leave there subscribe. It literally costs you nothing and it helps me out a lot. Also, if you want another reason to leave a subscribe there, I publish some extra content on video only and not audio only. So if you want to see something else from me that is still MTG related but not tactic related, make sure to leave a subscribe there. With this out of the way, I think it's time to go back to talk about Commander Dactics. And this time, I'm talking about Rakdos the Showstopper. Rakdos is for a black, a red, for a 6-6 legendary demon with flying and trample that reads. When Rakdos the Showstopper enters the battlefield, flip a coin for each creature that isn't a demon, devil or imp, destroy each creature whose coins, coin comes up tails. So, there's actually a fun story behind this, this commander, because when I started building it, I was thinking about the Devil Tribal deck. Because, you know, Demon Tribal is really mainstream and a lot of people have built Demon Tribal. So, it wasn't really something that appealed me, so I immediately erased that option. I started looking around to find nice Devils to include in the list, but they're all, they're all pretty bad. I mean, really bad. Not unplayable, but they do not synergize with one another. And it, I started building the list and the deck that was coming, that was forming, was nothing interesting, so I decided to abandon that route. Next, I thought about building Imp Tribal, but I have really low expectation. And in fact, Imps are a really bad tribe in MTG because they're really old and in the last years there weren't many imps printed so all the cards as I said are really old and of course the power level of MTG really re- increased during the years so you know it wasn't something actually playable so I decided to focus on another part of Rakdos text box which is the part in which he talks about flipping coins. And then I remembered that Chaos is one of my favorite ways to play MTG and of course Commander 
because you know it's something really casual of course that can turn the game in just a second and make everything change so I really enjoyed this mechanic quote-unquote so the idea of today's deck is chaos and fun stuff because you know mainstream tribal decks are really boring so here we go chaos Ractus. sadly enough I realized that playing only with chaos cards wasn't something actually worth it I mean you might have fun for one game or alpha game perhaps but then you'll notice that you do not win any game and any game and you're just struggling to play one spell per turn that actually does nothing and all that so I thought that it wasn't a great idea I mean it was really funny but it wasn't a complete idea for this reason I decided to actually stick a bit to the tribal theme and I chose the best and or funniest demons, devils and imps and I put them in the in the list in order to have some kind of win condition through combat damage because otherwise you'll be just flipping coins for half an hour then you'll be taken out and you would have done nothing for the whole game and I mean perhaps you may find it funny to flip coins but I don't know how many of you actually find it funny to flip coins so I decided to give you all uh, an actual win condition so let's start from these creatures I put in the list and let's start from demons demons are actually quite good are actually a really good tribal theme to, to play in, in commander so they're the best creatures we have in this deck and there's one particular demon that I fell in love with because I, I, I find it nonsense and it is Spirit of the Night. Spirit of the Night is 6 and 3 blacks for a 6-5 legendary demon with flying, haste, trample, protection from black, first strike when attacking. And I know it is nothing special, it is not like a game breaking card, I mean it's pretty good, a 6-5 flight beater with haste and protection from something. It's actually not, not that good but actually playable even if it costs 9 mana so I mean you can talk about it but I mean the number of keywords in this card are just is just insane I mean there's no reason why this card should have like five keywords in its text box and I don't know but as I was reading this card I couldn't find the end of those keywords and I was like Man, this card just... What the hell is this card? Moving on, we sadly have to talk about imps. Because... And, and I say sadly because, you know, if you wanted to start a journey throughout the worst cards in MTG's history, I think they're a good starting point. They're all pretty bad. They're really chunk and borderline unplayable. So, I wanted every tribe to be represented in this list or at least the three tribes in Rakdos text box to be represented so I forced myself to put in the list three imps and they are all bad and you have to trust me when I say you that those three are the best imps I could find so if you take a look at the whole list and see them and see how bad they are you'll get uh, an actual picture of 
how bad the int tribal is in MTG. But I mean, it's not their fault, it's just a tribe that is not being printed in an MTG core set or in general since I don't know when, so it's kind of obvious that they're not going to be good but I couldn't imagine that they were going to be this bad. Nonetheless, as I said, I put three of them because I wanted them to be represented, but yeah, for no other reason. Last but not least, Devils. And I'm really sad when talking about them because I feel like they have the potential to become a really interesting tribal tribe to play around in EDH and to build around in EDH, but they're just not good enough. There, is some there are some synergies missing and they, they're just a bunch of creatures with the same tribe and this does not make for a good tribal deck. So I'm sad because there are really interesting cards among them but there are not enough interesting cards and synergetic cards to justify a devil only tribal deck. With this being said, I've included some really spicy devils one of them is Finnish Duo, 4 into reds for a 5-5 devil with first strike that reads if a source would do damage to an opponent it is double the damage to the player instead so it is a great damage multiplier because it concerns also damage that your opponents are going to deal to one another so yeah it really takes a toll on your opponent's life total and it puts quite a big target on you but Finish Duo is actually a pretty good card, stats-wise, because it's a 5-5 with first strike, so it's difficult to take out with combat damage, it can block well, it is a lot of damage, of course, to your opponent, so a really, really good card. One of those cards that I wish I could beat around in a devil-only deck. Then I also included Zurzot, Chaos Rider, to a, and a red for a 2-3 legendary devil. It reads, whenever an opponent draws the first card each turn, if it's not their turn, you create a 1-1 one, one red devil creature token with when this creature dies, it deals 1 damage to any target, and whenever one or more devils you control attack one or more players, you and those players each draw a card and discard a card. It's a really funny card, and I wish I could beat around it as my devil tribe uh, commander, but for the reason that I said actually like a billion times, I cannot. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be funny, but I think it's a really interesting card because it synergizes well with itself and I think it could be something really powerful on our board uh, as early as turn 3, so yeah, I'm a big fan of this card even if it can be a bit clunky, clunky to start off, but I think that this card is totally worth it. Nonetheless, among all this tribal stuff, we shouldn't forget about the main theme of this deck and that it is chaos. And this means that flipping coins and starting auctions and all of that is the name of the game. We want to just make the game as unusual as possible with all of these strange effects and I think that the apex of the chaos and of the strangery of this deck is Goblin Game. Goblin Game is 5 and 2 reds for a sorcery that reads each player hides at least one object, then all players reveal them simultaneously, each player loses life equal to the number of objects he or she revealed, the player who revealed the fewest objects then loses half of his or her life rounded up. 
If two or more players are tied for the fewest, each loses half of his or her life rounded up. So this card is just insane. You get to hide objects that is something like what like silver border cards do this. But this is an actual black border card that is playable and legally in Commander. So yeah, it's it's really the most fun card in the whole list. So I, I don't know what else to say. I think that this card is really representative of what we want to do and how much fun we want to have. So yeah, this deck is all about having fun, flipping coins, hiding objects. Yeah, it's totally random, it's totally chaos, and it's really, really funny. One thing that I want to point out before moving on and talking about the rest of the list is how these kind of decks particularly suffer from playing in times like this. And with times like this, of course, I mean that most of the MTG games are played via webcam or via apps like untap.in and all that, so via computer, let's say. And of course, playing face-to-face -face magic is the best way to play magic, whatever the deck and whatever the format you're going to play, because even if magic is a single-player game, you interact and you laugh and you chat with your friends or your opponents at a tournament, it's another experience than playing it just in, sitting in front of a computer even if you're speaking with your friends they have something like a discord but i think that this particular deck and all chaos decks is being your commander Rakdos or another commander or whatever you're playing if you're playing chaos particularly suffer you particularly suffer from playing via webcam because i think that a main part of chaos deck is having a laugh with your friends. Usually they are not really expensive deck and we'll see that this deck is no different. So the main point of playing this deck is not just winning the game but mainly it is laughing with your friends, having a chat and just staring at strange cards like goblin game because they force you to hide objects and all of that. So I think that playing this deck via computer or webcam or whatever is just let's say not worth it because you lose all the fun aspect of it and I don't know if it is something that you totally disagree with or you do agree with and I, I invite you to let me know through my Instagram profile and my Twitter profile that I mentioned before and and or in the comment section in YouTube because, I mean, this is uh, my opinion that I think it's worth sharing but perhaps some of you may be totally disagreeing with what I'm saying but I also thought that this was something I had to share with you because if some of, some of you perhaps wants to pick up these kind of decks being it, as I said, Rakdos, Chaos or any other kind of Chaos deck I think that you should know that the main aspect you, you're looking for when playing Chaos is having fun and playing via computer really hurts this, this side of the game. But let's restart talking about the actual deck with the utility section of this deck and we actually want to interact with our opponents 
but we want to do it with style. And when I say style, I think about cards like Cruel Entertainment, six and a black for a sorcery there is, choose target player and another pl target player, the first player controls the second player during the second player's next turn, and the second player controls the first player during the first player's next turn. This text box is actually pretty complicated to read and to understand, but actually it's just two players they're swapping their turns and the first one plays the second one's turn and the second one plays the first one's turn. I've never played with this card actually. I never get the the I never got the occasion to play with it, but I think this is a ton of fun just reading it. It's really really funny to think about just you play with his cards and you play with his cards is really <laughs> I think it's something that I, I want to play once we we get back to face to face match then i think about last one standing one a black and a red for a sorcery the read choose a, a creature at random then destroy the rest it's not wrath of god of course but it's actually a pretty good board wipe because i mean i think about a pretty crowded board state in which everyone has a lot of creatures and you just play last one standing and the last one standing is a I don't know, a 1-1 one, one creature token or a useful, uh, useless mana dork or something like that. Last one standing can be really really good. Of course it depends on the, on the board state. If you play this on a board that only has really good creatures, perhaps you're removing some of them but you could be left with the best one standing. But I think that in this kind of deck an interaction like last one standing is the way to go. Then we have Scramble Verse, 6 and 2 reds for a sorcery there is. For each non-land permanent choose a player at random, then each player gains control of each permanent for which he or she was chosen, untap those permanents. And I think that this is another card like Goblin Game that is the apex of chaos and fun. I mean you just basically shuffle all the non-land permanents and redistribute them at random and I mean even if you end up with no permanence you will just have a laugh at what the hell is happening on the board I think that this card is really funny not everyone is going to like it is a card it is a card like the great Aurora that basically restarts the game with random permanence on the board so perhaps someone may be a bit salty about it but I think that it fits perfectly in the overall strategy and plan of the deck. Nonetheless, we run also some true interactions because, I mean, as I said, you want to have fun playing a game, but you want in first place play the game. Perhaps not win it, but at least play it. For this reason, I included cards like by Force, X and a Red for a sorcery that destroys X target artifacts. Dreadbore, a black and a red for a sorcery that destroys target creature or planeswalker, and Tybal's Trickery, one and a red for an instant that counters target spell, then you have to choose one, two, or three at random, eighth controller of the spell countered, means that many cards and excise card from the top of their library until they exile a non-like card with different name, and then the spell countered. They may cast the card that card without paying its mana cost, and then they put the exact cards on the bottom of the library in any order, in a random order. So how Tybal Trickery, Trickery works is like you counter a spell, its controller means 
a random number between 1 to a 3 and then they start flipping the top card of the library until they hit a non-land card and they may cast that card for free so basically you swap the counter spell for something as a random from their deck and you know this card really broke modern when after it was published and yeah it, it led to its, uh, this card being banned in modern and the cascade keyword being rewritten or modified in some way so yeah it, it has been a really wide ride with tapas trickery but the main reason why I included this card and I think the only reason why I included this card in this list is chaos because it's really chaotic as a card and just reading the text box you can get it but I assure you that playing it it's really really chaotic as the mana base is pretty standard for a Rakdos deck with just more red mana because our deck is mostly red I'm going to the price check and as always when I talk about the prices of my deck I refer to card market's prices with no shipping included, no basic lands included and with the quality of the cards being good or better and vendors only from Italy. So with this being said the price of the deck is 115 euros and 51 cents and I gotta admit that it's a bit high due to some old cards and also some pricey cards like Finnish Duo. So my suggestion for this deck is to proxy it, play a few games with it, see if you like that kind of quote-unquote experience and then if you're actually sure that you're going to like this deck long term then proceed buying it. But I mean it's a deck you're going to play for fun and to have a laugh with your friends so I don't know how much I suggest you to buy this deck. It's of course something really funny and that I enjoy that I personally enjoy a lot. But you know, it's over a hundred euros, it's a bit pricey. You know, you decide what you do. So I'm just saying it's a bit pricey for a deck that is basically just to play to have fun. As you could imagine, I have no suggestion to make regarding this list. This deck doesn't aim to win consistently. So, yeah, that's not like cards you could swap in or swap out to make the deck win with more consistency. So, yeah, that list is what it is. Actually, and it is future Jonathan speaking, and with this I mean Jonathan that is re-listening to the recordings of this episode the day after they were recorded and noticed an error in what he said. As I was saying, there is actually a card that definitely has a spot in this list and it is Chance Encounter. Chance Encounter is 2 and 2 reds for an enchantment release. Whenever you win a coin flip, put a luck counter on Chance Encounter. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Chance Encounter has 10 or more luck counters on it, you win the game. This card is perfect in our deck's deck plan because we're going to flip a lot of coins and perhaps sooner or later we're going to win 10 of them, 10 of those coin flips. So this card really puts a lot of pressure on our opponents because yeah, it's actually a card that if you get to win 10 coin flips, you win and as I just said, we're going to flip a lot of coins. It really puts a timer on our opponents. That's what I want to say. 
And given that our only win condition right now, or with the actual deck list, is winning through some beaters, and there are not a lot of them. Chance Counter is a card that really adds our strategy and that synergizes perfectly with the idea of the deck as well as the cards included. So perhaps you want to cut one kind of interaction because, I mean, playing interactions in a Chaos deck is pretty lame, if you ask me. So yeah, play Chance Encounter, put it in the list. It's a perfect card for this deck. Well, with this, I think I said it all, and this is it for me for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this particular deck, and I'm sorry if it took this long to record a new episode, but as I said, life as a university student is pretty hard, and you don't have a lot of spare time, so yeah, it's my bad, but I'm really happy to be back. Nonetheless, if you want to share some opinions about this list, if you like it or not, if you wanted to change something, just let me know through Instagram at fromi3dh and Twitter at tthfrom, and on YouTube as well in the comment section on the channel fromi3dh. And well, stay tuned because as I said in the opening, there are some changes in coming, I'm thinking about something new to do with the channel and a new series of episodes, so stay tuned, leave a follow on my social networks profile, because as said in the opening as well, there there's the link to my Arclade profile where you'll find the complete deck list that I talk about, so if you want to see the whole picture of the decks I talk about, make sure to leave a follow there as well, and if you're watching this on YouTube, on and also, if you're not watching this on YouTube, in any case, you should leave a subscribe on my YouTube channel because it costs you nothing, it does me out a lot, so please do it. And with all of this, I think I said it all. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a great day today, and well, see you next time.